about in times of distress. Amen. Yes. Amen. In times of distress. Glory to Jesus. In times of distress. Amen. God is speaking to us through times of distress on today. Amen. Teaching us how to be a help. Teaching us um, and showing us what other people need. Yes. Even when we are going through, he, he is teaching us not to be caught up in our own self and getting out of our way, not being selfish, to use that what he's given us for somebody else. So even though we're going through something, God said lean over and touch somebody else because when we do that, we are not only strengthening ourselves, but we are strengthening, strengthening our soup and our growth. Amen. Amen. So in times of distress, um, God said, and this was something I don't know if uh, we've been listening to, getting so much word, all of it just kind of melt together. But God said, and it stood out to me so vividly that my creation would never be me. Amen. 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 Did God say that in the house? He did. He did. Okay. Did he say it in the past? He did. He did. Okay. <laughs> so that's something that really stuck out to me. That when he said that my creation, what I created, will never be me. And it's like I, I, I thought about that and I and I and I sat with that word a little bit and I was like, wow, I said I never I never really thought about it that way that that how we try to make the things that God created him. Yes. But God is telling us that what he created can never, ever be him. Amen. That God is God. Right? Amen. Amen. So on today, as I get into the word, that's not my, that's not my title on today, but that was something that, that kind of stuck out that, that led me to what God had for us on today. So God has a, I have a question for you. He said that, what energy, what energy and influences attracts Jesus? What are, what energy are you attracted to? So when when he put that question in, in my head, he said, "What energy and what influences? What are the things that attract you on today?" So when I thought about that, I was like, "Okay." Because I know when, right before, I, when I was working at Albany State and, and talking to all these young people, and we are in, in such a new age type generation, mm-hmm. and, and I had a conversation I can remember so vividly, asking a young guy, you know, somebody was talking to him and he said that he's, he's just attracted to energy. And I said, I don't know, I don't even know what that means. What does that even mean, you attracted to energy? You know, he couldn't really explain it, he just kept saying it's just, what people give off. I said, so, he said, one moment I can be attracted to this type of energy or I can be attracted to that type of energy. It don't have nothing to do with the physical body. It's the energy. Right? Interesting, right? It's the energy. So when I thought about that and then when God said, what influences are you attracted to? It's like, it, it led my mind because another thing that stuck out to me when one of my friends told me she was an influencer. You know, on social media, this, this whole trendy about being an influencer. So I've been thinking about that thing a lot, and I and I hope that I don't that I don't hurt anybody's feelings if you are an influencer in this room. But on um, today, I hopefully you you will learn a little bit about what that actually means or what we actually are doing with that word. So when God said, you know, what are you influenced by? And and I thought about 
Satan, right? Mm-hmm. He, he was the first one, the first influencer, right? Mm-hmm. It had to start somewhere, right? Because God created creation. God said that my creation can never be me. Yes. Anything that I created is 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 supposed to be is good. What God created is good. Yes. So because we and, and I want y'all to think about when we think about what attracts you or what what energy you are attracted to or what you see on a daily basis that influences you, you have to you have to think about um, where it started. Where it where it coming? Where is it coming from? Because a lot of times that when we get on any platform, or even if we just live, if you're not even on a platform, you just live a day to day life, and you think about the type of people we are. Because if Satan was the number one influencer, because he sat with with God, right? He he was he was gorgeous. Well, he is gorgeous. He he was the number one the number one angel. So. Something creeped into him to say, I want more. So I'm going somewhere with this, y'all. Something crept in to say, I want more. So a lot of times we don't realize that we, when we are dibbing and dabbing in, in certain situations, we may start out good, but then because we are a prideful soul, because we have things in our, in our flesh that we want, it start out okay, but then it starts saying, I want more. You get influenced by more. You want to touch more of this. Even though your mind may be saying, because you started out good, but you don't realize you're drifting. You're drifting. Because a lot of times people that are influencers, you know, they start out with a few followers, right? Uh Right? Uh They start out saying, I'm going to preach the word. I'm going to give, I'm going to put a quote here or a scripture here, or I'm going to do this new thing here. I'm going to blend this food. I'm going to do this. But when they see those numbers start rising, what do we think they do to our flesh? Uh-huh. Amen. We see that number rising up in us, so we want more. And then we start getting off track, because that's what Satan did. He started getting off track. He wanted more. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be God. Amen. So, think about, um, think about this. Think about um, the things that we do throughout the day or the things that we are connected to, or the energy, or the influences, how long does that thing sustain you? Because I know for me, for me, it didn't sustain me long. It was like a temporary feeling. It was a temporary high. You know, when we when we clicking all day, and, and I didn't mean to go this way about about social media or whatever, but when we are clicking or we doing something, because we just got an Instagram for the business, Ashley. So I find myself, when I'm just looking at my Asher stuff, I find myself clicking, you know, and, and clicking and going deeper and clicking because I started out one way looking at what we posted in court, and then you find yourself going down the rabbit hole, and then you see this hair that you like, and then you see you see this other stuff that you do, you just start drifting away from the original intent. It may all be, it may all be just innocent to you. But God said we always have to think about what was the original intent and go back to that. Because when we start drifting, we find ourselves going further and further away from what God intended us to do. Amen. 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 It ain't even all about social media. I hope y'all are connecting some dots. So God on today is saying that my keeping power. Amen. God is saying in times of distress, do you have my keeping power? 
Amen. Glory. Because God said, above all chaos, God's spirit is there. Above Amen. all chaos, God's spirit is there. Amen. God is the breath of life. God is the source of life. Amen. Amen. Yes. Amen. Because in times of distress, we talked about um, just last service, we talked about openness, and we talked about nurture. So God is saying, in times of distress, when you allow me to nurture you and take care of you and allow me to be your father, and then when you open yourself up to the things I have for you, then what is the keeping power? Amen. It's my spirit. So on today, we're going to be talking about his Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That keeping power. Because look. Because a lot of times we don't realize that when we come to when we come to God and we get saved and we get baptized, God always requires more, right? Amen. Amen. And we should always want God to give us more, to pour out our spirit, because we can only stay saved long enough. <laughs> if, if, if anybody know what that means, because you can only because Satan is still busy. Amen. So we need that keeping power. We need to be always searching out for the breath of life, the original thing, the end of the beginning. So what I'm saying is, go to Genesis one, and we, I'm gonna read Genesis one, one through five. Amen. Genesis one, one through five, and I'm gonna read the GNT. Good news translation, making it plain on today. So in the beginning, when God created the universe, the earth was formless and desolate. The raging ocean that covered everything was engulfed in total darkness, and the Spirit of God was moving over the water. It was already there. Then God commanded, let there be light, and light appeared. We all know these scriptures. God was pleased with what he saw. Then he separated the light from the darkness. And he named the light day and the darkness night. Evening passed and morning came. That was the first day. So in the beginning, God's spirit was hovering over the darkness, right? Hovering over the void, trying to do something. Right? God's spirit was moving, trying to do something. So the spirit is needed for you to obey the voice. Glory. Amen. I want y'all to think about it. So when I thought about that visual of God's spirit hovering over the darkness, or hovering, it's just bouncing, just floating out to see what it can do, to see what it can touch, to see what life it can bring. And then when God speaks a command, it gives that thing power to move. Amen. Amen. So that keeping power, y'all, this is what I need y'all to understand, that keeping power is that thing that, that when God tells us something, the Spirit makes us move toward life. Amen? Amen? So if you notice that you are not moving toward life, we did not hear the voice of the God that was telling us to do something, and we did not allow the breath of life to flow in us. I hope and I pray this makes sense. Amen. 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 The Spirit is needed. For you to obey God. 
Because if y'all read that scripture, God's voice said to do something. Yes, yes. Because the spirit was already moving. So I need y'all to visualize the spirit is already moving in the house on today. Yes. But when God yes. speak, do you move? Yes. Amen. When God speak, do you do you obey that command? So Jesus' ministry was the ministry about giving life. When Jesus first started his ministry, he started out just by giving life, right? Amen. So we're going to go to Mark, the first chapter, and we're going to start at the ninth verse. And I'm going to read it right quick. All right, so Jesus' ministry, giving life, starting at the ninth verse. Not long after Jesus came from Nazareth in the province of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As soon as Jesus came up out of the water, he saw heaven opening and the Spirit coming down on him like a dove. And a voice, y'all hear that? And a voice came from heaven. You are my own dear son. I am pleased with you. So I need y'all to realize that the spirit came down like a dove on Jesus. Just like in the beginning, how the spirit was there in the beginning, hovering over the earth, waiting to give life. So the spirit came down on Jesus like a dove, giving him the breath of life. And then a voice came from heaven telling him what he needed to do next. Amen. At once the spirit made him go into the desert where he stayed 40 days being tempted by Satan. Wild animals were also there, but angels came and helped him. Amen. Amen. So the spirit or God's breath of life. After the Spirit of God came down like a dove, his voice gave a command. Jesus went away to nurture his spirit. Y'all see how I go back and connect that word? Uh -huh. So I need y'all to be able to connect the word when the word is given out. Amen? Because it helps us on our journey. So where we at right now, God is saying that the spirit come down and then we got to do something with it. So Jesus quickly went off and took this because God commanded him go. Go nurture this thing that I gave you because you have some work to do after this. Yes, yes. So after Jesus went away to nurture his spirit, and just know when we are tempted, God will always send help because he never, and this, this came from another word, he is never out to get us. Amen. 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 So just as Jesus was in that desert being tempted, God sent him what? Angels. Right? Yes. Amen. Yes. So I need y'all to know when God's voice gives us a command to do something, that he's always going to provide help for us to do that thing he asks us to do. Yes. We yes. just got to first obey. Now that's the hardest step to take. It's the step to obey. Amen. So I'm, 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 I'm pleading with y'all on today as the, as the breath of life go forth, as the Holy Spirit moves, that we obey the voice, the command of the Lord on today. Yes. And he will forever provide us help. So it is up to us to receive the help that, that he sends to help us standing, to help us stand strong. This way we can completely open ourselves up to the work that God has for us ahead. Amen. So I need y'all to realize when Jesus got baptized and he came out of that water, 
and he followed the command of, of, of the Lord, um, that is when his ministry really started, right? That is when he went out into the world and started touching people. And it started multiplying because he was given breath of life because of the Holy Spirit guiding him. So when Jesus left the desert, um, when Jesus left the desert, he went as the Spirit led him to begin to bring forth life by breathing into others. Amen. When Jesus heals or forgives our sins, he is now creating life where there was once death. Amen. Amen. So when Jesus comes in, and that's why I say I'm just so in love with my Savior. Amen. Amen. Because I was dying. Yes. I was lost. Amen. Amen. Just like these, some of these old folks say, I ain't been saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost all my life. Amen. This thing, this journey is real. So when, when I think about my Lord, my Jesus, um, coming to save me and forgive me of my sins, he freed me up to live. Amen. He gave me life. He, he breathed that, that ever-flowing river in me. Yes. Amen. So the joy, the spirit, the joy, the spirit makes you, the joy spirit makes you a part of the cycle of life. The spirit makes you a part of the cycle of life. It makes you a part of the breath of life. So when I say the cycle of life, because when God, when when the Holy Spirit was hovering in the beginning, and God started sending out commands, it became a trickling effect, effect, right? It became a cycle of life. God began to create different things on different days. So through Jesus Christ, the new Adam, God began a new cycle of life. So that cycle keeps moving through us. So if God is saying, I'm breathing my life into you, we got to understand that the work don't stop here. Amen. Amen. That we got to stop getting caught up in our in ourselves. I know that sounds like a lot, because like, we have a lot going on in our personal life. But God is saying on today, I will fix all of that. Just let me breathe life into you so that you can begin the cycle of life on today. Amen. Because if you are so concerned about what is going on in your house, between your, just your direct family at this moment and not concerned about what God has for you, you're, you're killing off the cycle. Amen. Nothing would be able to grow because you're just concerned with that little bit. And God is trying to trying to nurture a lot in you. Amen. Amen. So God's spirit is still hovering in those places you have been trying to keep to yourself. Amen. God's spirit is still hovering in those places you are trying to keep to yourself. Trying to point every aspect of your life to Jesus. He is trying to it, it he is trying to point every single when I say every, that's an absolute. Yes. He is trying to point every aspect of yourself to Jesus. Amen. He is trying to connect you to that life. Amen. Amen. Every aspect, not some of it, not half of it, not a little bit, every aspect from your child, your dog, your mama, your children, whatever, every aspect, your heart, your brain, the stuff that you, every aspect, what you eat, every aspect, because that may be your health issues, every aspect. Yes. He is trying to hover over into your life, into those places where you're trying to keep hidden. He is hovering there, trying to touch it. Trying to come in. 
So the spirit is trying to finish the job of producing life in a void. Amen. Because in the beginning, there was a void, right? Yes, it was. Until God came in and gave a command. Yes. The spirit moved. So God on today is saying that I am trying my best to move in every single situation in your life, but you keep slapping my hand. The Holy Spirit is trying to move. He said, I already see it. Amen. You the one trying to keep it locked up. You trying to keep it a secret. I already see what you need. I already see what you need working on. God is just saying, just open yourself up and let me nurture you. Amen. So that the Holy Spirit can work and move and produce life. And so that the cycle of life can continue. And that's that's in your household. That cycle of life continue and flow down to generations after generations. Amen. 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 So on today, in times of distress, because the month of May is by the Holy Spirit. So in times of distress, God is saying, let my Holy Spirit not only hover, but fall. So that when it falls, I can rise up and give a command that I've been trying to get you to hear. Amen. Because right now you're not hearing my command. Because you won't allow my Holy Spirit to fall. So you are you are you are assuming or you are feeling like you are alone and you are feeling like you are lost. Amen. You are feeling like you don't know your purpose. When God has said over and over again, my Holy Spirit has already directed you what your purpose is. You just haven't went. I've already given you the command. You just haven't followed. So in our life on today, God has spoken something in each of our lives. Amen. 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 Lord, amen. Amen. But until we allow the breath of life to flow and we be on the shame to allow God's spirit to fall on us like a dove, do y'all know what they feel like? Amen. For God's spirit to fall like a dove, it releases something in you. It frees something in you. Amen. I remember when the Holy Spirit fell on me like a dove. I felt like I couldn't get low enough. It was just an overwhelming sensation of light that I felt God's breath fall that rolled up in me into every little piece of every little area of my life. And he said, let me get that from you. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's a friend. That's being a strong black woman that's how, I, that's how all those years I was, came up as a strong black woman mm-hmm. for somebody to come in and take care of me. Yes. Amen. It was mind-blowing. Amen. And I can speak on the behalf of my husband as being a man in Christ. You know, men carry a lot. Yes. It's yes. a heavy burden for a man. Yes. But to be able to be vulnerable and allow the, the, the Holy Spirit to fall on you like a dove, and for this this God to come in and say, son, you okay? Let me snatch that from you. Let me teach you how to do it this way. Let me lighten up your load so that you can carry your family. Oh, Jesus. Glory. Amen. It's the cycle of life on today. Yes. Amen. So on today, God is saying in times of distress, allow my Holy Spirit to flow like never before. And when it flow, don't miss it. Don't miss it. Let it fall on you yes. so that you can hear my voice and follow my command. Amen? Amen. Let's get a Lord a hand out of praise. Amen. Amen.